The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome lockdowns radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed it up. (laughs) Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Check us out and show your support at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, as well as, you know, giving us a little support for this uh, weekly podcast we provide. We also give you some cool benefits like free sticker packs, discounts on things in our store, like the license plate stickers, license plate frames, rally hats, a bunch of other stuff. You also get early access to DWA rallies if you're in the area and events like Camping While Awesome. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I am Art. And the robot's back, folks. You thought it was gone for good, but no. It's back. It's back. Art, how how are you? Are you uh, hanging in there? Um, you know, I'm just being a ninja over here in the weeds right now. You can see just part of my face. I'm like wearing a hood. <laughs> yeah, you're recording from a car in Santa Barbara. I'm recording from a car in Santa Barbara and in a more well lit area, believe it or not, and uh, in a place that has better reception than my place. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's uh, it's working. We're gonna make it work. Yeah. So art's on uh, Zoom audio, so uh, we know the audio is gonna be different, but hopefully it won't be too bad. It's usually all right. Yeah, it's We've usually it fine. It's just stuff. a little, uh, it's a little crispier, right? Not as a. Uh, yeah, it's very it's a little harsher. It's very strident. Yeah, I um, and all I all VoIP right, voice over IP is that way. Like Skype and all that back in the day too. It's like it has that distinctive sound, right? It's not warm. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Hence the robot. The robot's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, happy Thanksgiving to the listeners. Yeah. Uh, it is Thanksgiving here in in the Americas, or I think just the U.S. Um, what are you guys doing? What do you got going on? Uh, I got a Whole Foods mm-hmm. meal <laughs> that you go and pick up. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> Whoa, Martha Stewart over yeah. here. Jesus Christ, take it easy. That's my boy. Uh, <laughs> Okay, um, Whole Foods is coming through. Uh, Lane, how, what's your no, scene? I'm just going to my mom's and then with all my brothers and then going to Heidi's sister's and her whole family's going to be there. So we're doing a whole double, double, oh, double. Thanksgiving. So we started at 11, I think. Uh, and then we you know, do the whole thing there. We do lunch and then we go over to the other place. Um, usually don't eat at the second house. So we usually just got eat it. At the first one, go hang out. The second one, maybe we'll have like a maybe piece have a of little taste, little yeah, taste yeah. of something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Are you cooking or anything? Or are you guys making a salad? Uh, no, we got some. Uh, we just brought. We actually got some like strudel thing and solvang on the way up oh, from right. uh, LA. 
Nice. Yeah, good work. Good what work. about you, Wem? Are, are you? Uh... We're we're hosting oh, a nice. small crew, okay. eight eight total, and uh, yeah, the turkey's been brining for uh, two days. Whoa. We're doing a salt brine, nice. uh, which we did last year, and it worked out really well. It just holds all the moisture somehow. It's amazing. Um, and then uh, Andrew and Sarah did some baking today. Uh, pumpkin cheesecake, and then Andrew just made up a cake, made up a cake, and Sarah's like, oh, "All right, we can do that." Cho- chocolate upside down pear cake. That sounds oh. good. Does, yeah, I mean, there's gonna be some drizzled uh, toffee on top or something. So Dang. I think it could be good. It actually looks amazing because they uh, they baked them today, so um, it doesn't have the drizzle okay. Very yet. Very cool. And you normally but, go uh, out to the valley, right? Uh, we have in the past, but uh, the last few years we've hosted. Okay, um, so yeah, in-laws are coming here, my mom and yeah, family, my sister and stuff. So nice. small crew, which it's nice. And then, uh, yeah, we're doing like a later, uh, thing. Rick Deacon would be starving by the time we eat. I think we're eating at like five, which for Thanksgiving, is like, uh-huh. <laughs> people, that's like, people are like the two, two, three o'clock thing. Right. That's like supper time, right? Five. <laughs> well, you got to put the cows to bed and then, you know, by that time. Yeah, you're looking at the stars. We've and... always done lunch at my my house. Is always lunch. Yeah, yeah, like that's straight a, up, like move. twelve thirty kind of thing. Okay, yeah, that's that's even early, but yeah, that's good because then you can go on a walk afterwards or like throw the pig skin around. You know, uh, throw yeah. the pig skin. play kick and tickle. I don't know whatever you're into. So, um, do you guys call stuffing dressing like some weirdos out there? No. Well, this is the thing. I just heard this today, actually, and I never really thought about it. It's stuffing when it's made in the bird, yeah. and it's dressing when it's made on the side. Yeah, that makes sense. Same same items, same ingredients. What if same you make it dish. outside and then put it in the bird, and then you take it back out? <laughs> <laughs> you stuffed it, I guess, technically, right? That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, yeah, or if you like put it in there for a while, and then you take it out, and then cook it on the side or something yeah um but that's that makes sense stuffing it's stuffed if it's not it's dressing i like it <laughs> did it did whole foods come with the stuffing oh i think it's just dressing it's it's on the side <laughs> oh it's just dressing yeah. yeah yeah um well that's too bad that's too bad <laughs> you won't get your stuffing <laughs> we talked about this last year but uh art said uh that the turkey is the least valuable player in the Thanksgiving meal, yeah. which yeah. I think is true. You know, we've we've kind of uh, gone over this before, but uh, I think the stuffing is my favorite or dressing. It is, um, yeah. yeah. And gravy. Uh, if you give me stuffing my, and gravy. Uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, pretty good. Mashed potatoes too. Mashed right, It's right there. Like, Yeah. yeah. How, how do you guys feel it, about green beans? Uh, if some people are like, I see uh, pictures out there. Green bean casserole? Yeah, they're like, they're, I, I'm a fan. With the mushroom soup and stuff? Not in I mean, it, I'll fuck, I will fuck that up, but I, I only want like a spoonful. Not, I'm not, you know, I will take like half my plate of mashed potatoes and stuffing. Yeah, like yeah. that's, that's where I'm at. But um, extra gravy. I think it all, turkey can be really good, but it can be really bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, but also you're not piling it on. You want just like a couple pieces, you know? Yeah, like, but then you put the dress, you put the gravy on top of it. You kind of eat it all together, you know? It's all one thing. It all, it all kind of. But it, my favorite thing is uh, actually not even the day of. It's turkey the next day. Turkey sandwich. Yeah. On sourdough. How about like a just just a turkey leftover plate, the turkey boat, you know, where you just pile everything in, gravy, cranberry yeah. sauce. No, I'm, and I'm just a turkey go to sandwich town. guy. And I okay. skip skip the cranberry. 
Sarah's uh, grandmother used to make turkey enchiladas the next day, Ooh, and those good. were uh, that's good. those were bueno, that's muy good. bueno. That's good. Um, all right. So thank you to the listeners. Thanksgiving and all. We we always appreciate your support. Um, and I wanted to get into that anyways later when we talked about Radwood uh, SoCal because we had so many uh, friendly folks coming up and saying hello. So uh, anyways, happy Thanksgiving. Let's get on to questions, shall we? Yes. All right. Daunt320 says, after such a strong showing of Acura and Honda, what model from either brand would you choose to be your rally weapon? Include chassis codes for bonus points, excluding artsies. <laughs> So Lane and I have to go with chassis codes. Uh, uh, not really uh, happening. <laughs> not happening. <Man. laughs> Can't do it. Uh, um, I mean, I don't want to pick the obvious, which is, you know, NSX. Uh, NSX. Yeah. yeah, that just seems too easy. But um, I really like uh, the CRX SIs, and I don't know the chassis code. Art can help me out. Second gen, first gen, what are we looking at? Yeah. I think if I was had to be in it a lot i want second gen but if it was built like a rally machine i mean first gen would be fine as well but i don't even know the strong differences between the two like i don't know where they changed suspension geometry or did any real tinkering yeah. art tell well, me, the, tell the me later ones get. had a, a better engine right the early ones are just a weak little oh yeah but i figure at this point you would get something swapped get a k20 uh, you know. or something nah, 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 nah. Oh, there you go look at this guy with his codes. Um, <laughs> well the, the main difference is the is the actual uh, suspension so the uh, the second generation is like double wishbone all the way around so it's fully independent double wishbone and coil on spring and the er, the first gens have torsion bars up front with a mcpherson setup and they have like a super old school style like torsion beam rear so it's, okay, so second second gen. Yeah, so it's second gen for sure, I think, for our roads, you know, narrow and bumpy. Um, yep. Yeah, that's a yep. good choice. I just think they're so lightweight. I mean, I don't know exact weights, but, um, yeah, very minimal, little cars, um, cool profile, unique. I think I'd go with that. What about you? They are cool, and the second gen has that cool little window in the back, like yeah. a Prius. Yeah. But before the Prius, uh, Prius, I do like the first gens though. Like the the looks of like they look rad. They, they look too. really cool. Dude. Yeah, especially yeah, like do. the SI with a little red trim and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. pretty dope, dude. Um, yeah, I mean it's hard not to say NSX, right? It's like that's their like. Only, I mean that's for sure my. That's pick. like their and, one and, you know, like car that they've made. Mm-hmm. Really, Integra Type R, of course. Like these are just that's. I don't know. Yeah. It's almost cheating. I would. I mean, but, I would go AP2S2000, dude. I want the second one, so that you have, mm, especially for choice. the slower stuff, you want a little more torque, and um, that's a fucking awesome chassis. You know, like I mean, great motor, great everything. Really, it's a fantastic, like a really good sports car, right? So, like, it's a fantastic package. Yeah. Um, I know that Lane doesn't fit, so he probably didn't choose it for that reason. But um, I think, like, for what we do, it's like it's such a rad car. Um, and, and you know, and we've had them come on our rallies several times, different people, and they fucking love them. You know, they, they have such a good time because it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, the, yeah. yeah, it's super high revving, fantastic, like one of the best shifters in the business, great brakes, um, you know, and very good, like, balance too. So, uh, and it sounds killer too. So, that's like another bonus 50% sense of occasion. Definitely. Yeah. I'll go with an, um, it's like you almost want to leave out, it should say no type R Integra, right? No No NSX. NSX. So I'm going to go 
like an RSX with a um with an RSX with like a newer K swap, you know, a K twenty four or something built. Oh yeah, um, like a Type R motor or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think RSX is a good looking car. Cool. I know it was kind of pan when it was, you know, because it followed the type the Integra, so it was kind of a little bit like, oh, it's kind of a heavy pig. Um, you know, that was the sediment at the time, but in in looking at it now, it's like, oh, dude, it's like not a very heavy car, you know relative to what we're seeing the, yeah. these days and it's actually like pretty refined and and it still looks good today it's like fairly well done you know i know the interiors you know not everything is the greatest you know it doesn't hold up the best but um i don't know pretty i think they're pretty cool they they made that i think wasn't the launch color that gold or was that it's like a copper yeah like a copper metallic. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are kind of cool looking. Yeah. That was the second, um, the, the, the facelift car. Yeah, those the facelift gotcha. ones look nice too. They have like a, the blacked out headlights too and like different yeah. taillights. Um, those are cool. But I think that could make for a good rally car. It's probably pretty comfortable too compared to some yeah, of the totally. earlier Honda stuff. So, um, yeah. and it's Acura, so it's maybe a little more filtered, but, and that's a good thing yeah. for being in the car for a long time and then adding a engine and a little more power and putting a, you know, a good limited slip in it and kind of going all out. And I think it could be pretty fun. Yeah. Those cars, I mean, they're, they're the U S spec versions uh, even, you know, as you described it, like, you know, just the type S is like pretty underrated, but like they made that in Japan as a type R too, which is a super yeah. rad package. Yeah. Like six seats and the LSD and more power and great suspension and all that stuff. I mean, but it is right-hand drive, which is, you know, a thing. I don't know how much that would deter you, but I imagine he's saying U S spec. Um, but like, yeah, you could go. but you could probably easily replicate that car, right? I doubt yeah. they had like, yeah. I doubt they had a seam welded chassis like the Integra Type R did and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't remember I don't all know, the I'm details. Just, yeah, it's like it wasn't not the same level though because it, it feels like, like the Integra was like the one that they went crazy on. Yeah, because it was a homologated race car, right? like it was for yeah. a series out there. Um, yeah, there's also like the you know they had the specific Type Rs in Japan which we didn't get here, and those are pretty yeah uh, is it replicatable replicable yeah redoable yeah like i've always liked i know like they're ugly but i like ep3s um and it's more just because they're so quirky and weird looking and they yeah. look euro and then they have the the alpha style shifter on the dash so yeah that could be a fun one that could be a cool one too but i know that we got the like total dog shit motor engine you know so um yeah you'd have to like rob does that come to comes to morning motors and stuff where he has a k20 and he has like a killer diff and all this stuff you know yeah he put the type r motor in it yeah with the jdm spec one yeah yeah uh fueled by metal one says given that the new integra is based upon the civic do you think aesthetically the inevitable integra type r will be more visually appealing to you than the civic type r he says, I'm not a total label whore, but I just couldn't stomach the latest Civic Type R. I honestly find the new M4 less obnoxious. Um, yeah, we, we weren't big fans of the way that thing looked either. So the and one that was thing always the hope, right? The one thing he's saying, though, like the new type, the sorry, the new Civic Type R is going to be based on this chassis as well. So it's going to be, it's going to have more conservative looks than the last Civic type r right because this is based on the newer civic generation mm -hmm. um the integra is so 
it's going to be way more conservative as well. Um, my hope is that they use the sedan, which I don't know. They probably won't, judging by what they did last time. But yeah. um, it, it could look – I think if – I don't know. I think if the Integra – if they base the new Integra on the sedan, they could have made a really good – a decent-looking car. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they used the weird hatchback – by the way, every that's the one problem I have to the Integra. It always just has a front window, a back window. It doesn't have the the third window on the side. No Integra has had that. Mm. You know, like be, behind the, oh, like towards the, uh, next to the um, C-pillar. Yeah. It always just has two windows on the side of the car. This has the third window, like this weird, like, wagony hatch thing. And no Integra has had that before. So I don't know. And every Integra has a little trunk. And I don't know why they didn't just base it on the sedan. Um, I I just don't get it at all. Yeah. Strange. yeah. I mean, when the Civic Type R came out, we talked about wanting a GT3 Touring ex- version of it. But just toned down, you know, aero and intakes and yeah. all that stuff. Um, so that's the hope, right? Is that this gives us the opportunity for a more refined type yeah. R. I mean, I, it's hard to say though, cause like the proportions are so wonky, right? That's like the biggest problem is that like, it's just so like frumpy. You looking. can't fix an yeah. ugly, it's, like it's so hard, a bad proportion car. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I, I think a body kit and the better wheels, uh, you know, no tint and a decent spoiler will help, but it might mask some of it, but yeah. you still you still have such wonky proportions. Yeah, man. I don't know if it'll work. I mean, it, it, well, I think you know the question is, will it be better than the new Civic or than the current Civic Type R? Um, I think it'll be less in your face and robotic, but like not necessarily better. <laughs> you know, like the current uh, yeah. Civic Type R, it, its problems are not proportions. No. Its problems are just like the, a lot of tacked on the crap they put on. Yeah, like yeah. all the. Yeah. All the yeah. big intakes and stuff like that, which I think in a lot of ways that's like less offensive than making a car that's like poorly proportioned because that's just like yeah. an inherent issue in the like you yeah. can't fix that, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. I mean, I think, yeah, and I agree with you. I mean, I think all we have now is just hopes that the Civic Type R is actually like decent because the current platform, the new new platform is like a little more conservative, as you said, right? And so yeah. there's there's hope for that uh, to be pretty pretty cool looking uh, without it having- If they don't like, base it on this, this five-door style. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do have, yeah, they do have the hatch as well, right? And there's the sedan, yeah. there's the hatch, and then there's the coupe as well. I don't know. If and the hatch is. looks just like the no the Integra. Mm-hmm. They don't there's have no a coupe, coupe, is there? No coupe. Yeah, they don't, no coupe. No, right? yeah. no coupe. Um, Ofuks911 says, what SUVs are good candidates for overlanding rigs that aren't currently trading at inflated prices? I have two. Two come to mind. Uh, Nissan Pathfinder, yeah. not the current generation, but uh, anything, even if you want to go hard body style, but the one after that, I, I think is a good like candidate. A, like a Infinity Q, that one, the one that they QX4. made the Infinity, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Infinity version. Yeah, exactly. So that uh, that's still a good one. Um, they're pretty primitive and a very good V6. Um, they're very affordable too compared to Toyotas and stuff. And then the other one is um, a Mitsubishi Montero Sport. 
Yeah. Uh, the one that Nathan had, yeah. Lane. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a 2000, 2000 maybe, something like that. Um, similar styling to the Pathfinder, really, but very simple. They're not annoying. Not like the the big Montero with the bubble fenders and stuff that you know you might be picturing. I, the like, the, I like the look yeah, of the, cool. I like the fenders. And it looks stuff. very Japanese to me, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. And um, I've known a few of them. Uh, one of our friends had one for a very long time. He had zero issues with it. Um, they're affordable and they're decent looking. And uh, anyways, those are those are my two picks. Probably getting hard to get parts, though. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Seems, yeah. Mighty Max style. I mean, yeah. Maybe a little better because I think they made more of those around the world right so i'm I don't sure know. yeah um what about a trooper like isn't that sort of similar like an isuzu trooper like they, they also Trooper's made good them. but they're they're kind of tippy I've, I've always heard they're like not great for that i, I could be wrong i mean i don't for, see a lot of them modified but they're probably for, good for overlanding overlanding is not about like yeah it's not like you're like you're 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 not using an overland vehicle like you're doing a like jeep stuff you like know? vertical yeah. rock no, no, crawling no, definitely not that? like yeah, yeah not rock crawling but you're you want something that's pretty stable so i think that's a good choice but i would i would think that'd be even harder to get parts for it but they're also they also made them for so long in so many different countries i feel like it's just not yeah. here right um but i don't know yeah the support is probably difficult more so than the montero i imagine yeah i would think so too um <clears throat> what about american choices like jeeps and uh <laughs> cherokees and stuff i mean i, I, I mean grand, i mean i remember when grand cherokees you know when they first kind of came out um grand cherokees and they had the v8 and like they, they put the 57 in it or whatever it's so like 96 or whatever that was yeah um i mean those as new as new cars they were pretty fast and like kind of yeah. good but i think yeah. they just like it's they typical like Typical Dodge kind of stuff, where or Mopar, yeah. you know, whatever, where everything just kind of goes bad, and um, they just seem to be a lot of trouble. Yeah, I totally agree. And the the bummer is that the Cherokees and the Cherokee Classics are now inflated. Everyone yeah. wants like a good low yeah. mileage yeah. example of those are very expensive, and those uh, things suck so to drive. They're very primitive. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like Very I know that school. everyone loves the what four liter or whatever, but that engine is like pathetic, dude. It, oh I mean, yeah, yeah. You know it's a great. It's one of those. It's kind of like the twenty two R E or whatever twenty two R. Oh yeah. It's like it's this great engine, but you get in it, you're like, yeah, but it's like a Model A, dude. It, it barely sucks, moves. Yeah. That's you the know, inline four, not, right? Inline four, inline six, four liter. Yeah. 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 Inline six. Dude, yeah. Um, yeah. Very very simple. What about engine. the uh, the Sequoia? Like, do you think that has potential? Yeah, I mean it's big. You said those so are not it's... like those are not inflated, right? Like it's like a good alternative. They're super. For the they're cheap. They're they're cheap. Yeah. Um, it's a big rig, so there's that. But uh, no, I like Sequoias. That's a good choice. And they're based um, off a and they're a truck chassis too. So yeah, it's a Tundra, but um, pretty cheap. Uh, exterior chintzy. trim, interior pretty chintzy. Um, they get beat up pretty quick, so it's hard to find a decent one. And they're not like crazy cheap. Not compared to like a Pathfinder or a, a Montero Sport, so, but they are newer, so you can get. Um, they are newer than those cars you're talking about. So. Yeah, and V8s. Yeah, so there's that. Um, SV Expert says no question this time, but wanted to thank you guys for putting on an awesome event in LA. From eight thirty in the morning to four thirty, 
I only sat down for 10 minutes to eat lunch. I had a blast, and it was great to meet you all in person. Right on. Likewise, man. Yeah, yeah nice that meeting was, you. Uh, great. Yeah. He uh, has a manual swap SVX. Oh, sweet. Oh, I didn't know yeah. it was swap. I knew it was a manual, but I didn't know it was a, <clears throat> I guess. They were all automatic. Yeah, they were all autos, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. And we'll obviously get into uh, Radwood discussion here after questions. But uh, it was awesome to meet so many people and everyone coming up and saying hi. It was great. Um, he goes on to say, oh, he says, and thank your wives for us. Without their support, you guys would not be where you're at. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to the wives. That's very true. Um, he's either he's either married or just really smart. No, he's married. Um, he has a couple kids. They were going to Disneyland for like three days after Radwood too. Oh, really? So his he drove the SVX and his wife like followed him down with the kids. Oh man, smart, smart. Thanks to the wives. Yeah. Thanksgiving wives. Um, Hushy Pushy says, "What would you get as a fun weekend car if you lived in Las Vegas? Budget." thirty thousand dollars so this tripped me out because he just got a new job and the job that he has like they do a lot of testing in las vegas so is he moving to vegas do you know did he get did he get waymo or or oh, it's sorry, one of those know. yeah it's it's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's like neuro or neuro one of those yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, did, you're, you're his best friend you should know i know he hasn't told me dude maybe he's being cryptic mad over there um so dude here's the question yeah vegas do you get like a uh, dude you need air conditioning right yep yeah and do you but do you get like just like a (laughs) i mean is that where you just go like charger or challenger or something you know like or do you or do you go corvette where you just kind of like it's all horrible oh that sounds horrible i'm going fj100 fj100 land cruiser and I'm I'm lifting it a little bit, and I'm getting it set so I can go on these dirt roads for the weekends and exploring. There's nothing to do in Vegas with a fun car. It's well, horrible. not in Vegas. There's proper, one right? road. There's yeah, you have to get out. There's, there's a few one good, single. There's, there's like, one single road, and there's a racetrack way out there. But that's it. Like other than that, I want to be able to go explore Nevada and the dump from Pahrump. And uh, or do you or do you, you guess know? do you just go on long road trips? Like so, you go on drives to Palm Springs and. And then you go in the, Fuck, the mountains there. You might as well, I mean, dude, that is a horrible drive. It is a weekend car. I mean, it's not that long. It's not, it's not a daily. He said, what would you get as a fun weekend car? Um, although, I mean, I you're know, still applies your, your off-roading deal. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going off-road. <laughs> I'm going overlander, like slight lift, good, good wheels and tires, a couple little creature comforts, but at the best FJ100 Land Cruiser I could buy for 30 grand. Damn. That's what yeah. I'm going with. And that I know is, this is not what Matt. This is not what Matt. That doesn't seem no, very doesn't. Matt. <laughs> the question's for me. That's yeah. that's my answer. So budget of 30 If I'm picking for Matt. Um, damn, I wanted to say like there's 996 just no good Turbo, roads. but 996 Turbo you can't do for 30K anymore. Ooh, no. that's actually, that would be good though because that's like a, it's a good straight line thing that you could also have fun. Yeah, some, you know, exactly. Roads. Wide open roads, right? Like you want to like get place to place very fast <laughs> in the middle. But of I think the you're looking for like, a car like that. It's like yeah. one of those like SL55. It's just not. <laughs> it's two GT. I, I would want it's like so a, Vegas a, though. There it's are some so Vegas. Roads. Like uh, folding hardtop. There's one good road, dude. But there's roads like further. You're gonna drive further to get to those roads. So you want to be comfortable, then you go to the good roads. I mean, I guess you're gonna drive all the way to fucking uh, like. Rump. <laughs> I don't even. 
<laughs> all the way to Borrego Springs to get that one road. It's like, well, there's stuff on the other three, side, four right? hour like drive. Over Hoover Dam and all that. Yeah, like, there's, the, there's stuff. There's, there's like around the north. Lake and, um, and uh, you can't do Red Rock Canyon really because it's, I mean, it's a one way, which is epic, but um, there's a lot of tourists and there's rangers and shit. But um, I think, yeah, like high speed straight line stuff when you, when you need to get places quickly and just to fuck around and then also comfort. And it's, it's kind of a, and it's a, Porsche, How about a VA, VA Vantage. Can you get a VA Vantage for under 30? Oh, dang. I don't know. That's a good call, though. I like that. Maybe, maybe they're like 35 or something. That's a good choice. Um, I was trying to think of something that's like a little more than like a Porsche, like less zingy and more muscly, kind of. Yeah. Right. Like, like Warren was saying with like an SL, like, you know. But but I want yeah. more sport than that would offer the Mercedes. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's got to be dead nuts reliable too, because everywhere you're driving is going to be just horrible. Weekend. <laughs> or the, I, I like what you said. Has to have really good AC too. Really good AC and not going to break down like the V8 Vantage. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, it's like, so yeah, sketchy. I guess an ISF because it's a weekend car. Like I still want a manual, right? Oh. But, yeah. That's not bad, ISF. It's not bad, but um, yeah. How about a E ninety M three? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. yeah, that's a good choice too. Thirty K. Yeah, I guess you can pull it off these days. Out for the early ones. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a map right now, and it is just bleak as ice. I mean, until you get all the way to the Utah stuff, which is doable. I mean, it's a long weekend. <laughs> Um, and some Nevada or uh, Arizona stuff. I mean, there's just not much right there. So yeah. I'm going to go, I'm overlanding. I'm going camping. I'm seeing the world. Is that like, yeah. Where is that one? It's like 150 or 167. I just pull it up over towards like uh, on the inside of the lake. Like that, that's a fun road. And then going over. That's the one. That's the one road that, that our buddies at Bid Nerds. Oh, yeah. Uh, RIP Bid Nerds. Uh, we talk. I asked him like every time we talked. I'm like, so where? That's like, the drive. What is a yeah, no. what is a fun road? And he's like, well, there's just this one we do, and it's all like 120 miles an hour the whole time. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, not my yeah, idea of a going fun way towards, like, drive. Life. <laughs> going way the fuck out there. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, I'm curious. I didn't know any of this development about Las Vegas. Yeah, I don't know if that what, what, what? If this is just a random. Yeah, I didn't either. I knew Matt was looking at a, you know, a job. He was trying to get a, a job. Fun. That's one cool. of those autonomous car companies. Or yeah. Um, SF Production Gabe says, "Would you rather have Kit from Knight Rider or the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard?" Dude, oh, Kit man. all the way. Um, I mean, You're- as a car, General Lee. But that that comes with some like gnarliness yeah. to drive that thing. Like I wouldn't want. Yeah, I can't. I can't hang with that. Liberty. Yeah, that would be hard. <laughs> but as like a vehicle, as just a car, I think it's as a, a way, collector car. And just to a, be into it, and to have like cool. actual car with like real power and stuff. Like yeah. Um, I don't think Kit does anything well. Dude, Kit. No. Well, it's I'm, Kit, I'm man. Going... It's got it's got all kinds of cool shit going on, right? <laughs> I mean, like uh, that. That one's they special. They were both like very <laughs> yoke steering wheel, like shit. Like and it's just all crap. Doesn't right? it go warp speed? Very. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> both shows were incredibly influential on me. Um, I watched a ton of it. Both but horrible I more, too. I watched more Dukes of Hazard than anything. Hmm. I feel like that was like my babysitter for a while. It was just the wow. uh, General Lee, Sad. and it's amazing. I'm not racist, but uh, do you need a hug? I I came out unscathed, but um, the 
the general Lee for just fun shenanigans is is the one to go yeah. with. It's it's it. So I'm going general Lee, and maybe I could just uh, do a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to rock it as is, man. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> it's you, so if tough. You choose that card; it's got to be as is. Okay, if that's the case, I can't. I can't go with that. Those dorks, those losers, dorky losers from the Confederacy. Yeah. All right. Um, what are you guys going with? I'm going kid. I already said General Lee. I couldn't. No, kit what? General Lee. Horrible. Kit. Kit's horrible. Yeah. There was a really nice kit at Radwood NorCal. That's um, like an oxymoron, by the way. A no, really this nice thing was. Kit. It was the nicest one I've seen. Uh, it had all the gizmos and stuff, um, and it was sort of impressive, if uh, if you remember it. Mm-hmm. Art, anything? Uh, <laughs> He's all in kit. I'm like looking at. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually looking at the Wikipedia right now, trying, and they, I'm reading that they spent 11 million dollars developing like all the technology that went into that car for during the course of the show, <laughs> like all the oh that, someone, you know all the da- all that electronic got shit, rich. And, like the AI supposedly and like all the bullshit they added to the car. Like that's that's incredible. Um, that's yeah, crazy. but I, I do remember seeing that car. Yeah, there was also, I mean, I think we we had one at didn't we have one at the Peterson too? Yeah. That was like a pretty accurate one. It even had the yoke steering wheel and like. There's that the one that's rent. It, yeah, it was on Turo. Yeah, that um, one. And if you remember, like Donut did a thing where with Byron Bauer, I think that's his name, uh, where he like rented cars and he rented that one too. And um, I think it broke down. Maybe it might have broke okay. down on the way to one of our shows too. Like, yeah, remember someone bar? So, oh, one of the guys from um, Car Bibles was. It was car. It was before car rivals. Yeah, it, but was, it was Andrew, Andrew right? Yeah, Andrew. He rented it to. He rented it to go to NorCal. Yeah, and it broke down like on the way up there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that sounds right. So, um, they're not good. And I think it was. He was like, it was one of those like it's just an awful vehicle. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're saying you're saying it's awful. It's not good. Uh. Generally, it's um, pretty smog, right? So that thing probably like, yeah, definitely, it, it can get her done. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, last question. Yeti Overland no. says. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to read it. Instead of a human sushi boat, will Lane do a human Thanksgiving cornucopia? Whoa. What does that even mean? He, no one wants to see any of speaking that. Speaking of stuff, I mean, where is the where are the things? <laughs> like, you don't want to know. You I'm don't laying know. on my I'm laying on my stomach. No, well, you, you gotta be uh, kind of C shaped, yeah. I imagine, right? And then like yeah, you pull like it's... apples out of your mouth or something, or like um, yeah, exactly, or um, grains. <laughs> what happened to cornucopias? Those are all the rage in like 1480 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're kind of they're kind of cool if you ask me. They're kind of cool. It's like a hipster thing, right? You can make new cornucopias. In fact, I think there was, uh, I saw some artist was doing these weird wool things. Uh, Will, Dusty Snowman, uh, call in if, if you can. I can't even explain it. There's these wool sculptures, okay. uh, and one was a cornucopia, and it's not like yarn woven. It's like a Matted. It looks like a dreadlock. It almost looks like a dreadlock sculpted into different shapes. Big though, like like a centerpiece. Really awesome. That's that sounds like (laughs) what I've seen like crazy cat ladies do with like cat fur. Like they like felt cat fur, you know, and then they make like holy shit felting. That's what it is. That's what it's called felting. I just saw a second gen Celica convertible right now. Drive by Celica. Um, 
Salika. All right, that's it for questions. We're done. We're that's it. That's, that's it. it that's, that's all. all. And nice. that's a podcast. Dude, by the <laughs> yeah, way, okay. um, earlier, um, before we started recording, because I'm parked on the street here, um, I saw a car like about two blocks away coming towards me, and it sounded really good. I'm like, dude, that's it's. I was like, well, that's probably it's a Ferrari. I was trying to figure out what kind of Ferrari it was. I was thinking maybe F430 with an exhaust, and then it got closer. Trivia time. Guess what car it was? It was Sierra. a modern car, a modern car oh. with a V6. Oh. It wasn't a modern? Nissan product. No, it wasn't a Nissan product. No. A modern car with a V6, and it sounded. And you thought it was a Ferrari. It sounded like a Ferrari. You, yeah, I mean, and it, you couldn't see it. It was though? very loud. No, it was. It was too far. And then as he got closer, I saw what it was, and it was kind of dark. So Lexus, uh, Lexus something, GX or I don't know. Toyota no, Solara. GS. Toyota Solara manual. It was a Dodge Challenger. Oh, yeah, he must have had that. some fancy exhaust on there, dude. It sounded fancy, really cool. Super fancy. Yeah, it sounded good. I was like, dude, what uh, the fuck? Like, um, and I, know, I think you're you're like drunk, ass. probably. Yeah, I probably am drinking, driving. Um, <laughs> I think you're drunk, probably. I went. Yeah, I should have recorded it. It it sounded really good. No, I was very impressed. I don't think so. Definitely not worth recording. Yeah. Oh, just imagine Save how stoked little... that kid would have been. Like you know, like some guy with his phone out, like on his stock or not stock, but it looked stock <laughs> except for the sound. I don't know what he did to the exhaust, but. That sounds good, Mister. Yeah, it had a very high pitched sound, like a just a very traditional, like high high pitched. I mean, dude, you mistook it for a Ferrari? That's craziness, yeah, dude. It's because the things don't. That's not like that's a rever. No, it was like it was like it was like like, it was probably like it must have been going. It was probably like like it was like it was like and you know it got the flows. It got the flows. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what was man. happening. Um, it wow. was probably like a like high. He rolled oh, by. Art just like, disappeared. Oh, oh. And there. No, he was probably like in the high three thousands, like a let's say thirty eight hundred RPM. That's what it sounded like. And he's uh-huh. just like cruising yeah. by. I I think you need to hear what a Ferrari sounds like again, probably. I know. Dude, I'm, I'm going to listen. To I, one. Now I want to. Well, I want to go look for videos and see what people are doing to V six charge. I've heard some because I have heard challengers with exhaust and they sound like trash. They sound horrible normally. Yeah. Yeah. I know, so. <laughs> so I don't know. This, maybe you put a Capristo on it, dude. Who knows? Maybe put a Ferrari engine in it. Maybe you did. Maybe yeah. you put a, a five valve swap. 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 Ruski. So, um, should we go over Radwood or what should we talk Let's about? Do it, dude. Maybe a little. Start from uh, the beginning. We, uh, Warren and I traveled down to Radwood in a uh, Honda Ridgeline 2022, New. I believe. 2022 Ridgeline Sport all wheel drive HPD. Yep. But somehow still had cloth seats and plastic steering wheel. Um, Fender Flare. Very weird package uh yeah. optioned car very weird especially package. for uh, yeah very weird uh, package especially because it's a it's a press car you know typically press you want to show for a press car I, show you all the cool shit yeah i know it's very strange i i think i probably i don't know if this is true but i feel like i probably had the highest hopes for this car of, of us i did um, dude i i had super high hopes for it you had high hopes too yeah um and it was it was just okay it was yeah. not a great car which is kind of a bummer and it was and a lot of that had to do with the fact that it was expensive for what it yes. was. Yes, I think that's that's a good thing to say because if it was it's not, it's a fine vehicle. It's just like yeah, yeah, it it's was okay. It was like forty. I think it was like 
because we spec'd it out as two wheel drive. I so I guess I heard they don't make the all just two wheel drive for twenty twenty two or something. So they're all four wheel oh, drive or something. Um, but drive, we yeah. spec'd it out. It's like forty two grand or something. And uh, plastic steering wheel, so not leather covered. Um, cloth interior, no power seats, like no power adjustment at all. Um, what else, what else was it missing? It didn't have like the, I mean it didn't yeah. have no, no no heated seats yeah no heated mirrors yeah. um the 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 uh, freaking entertainment system was super old looking it was like really very old, old very low resolution yeah, yeah. You, you had to plug it in to, to you had to plug yes. in your phone to get Apple Apple CarPlay which now you know those that's all done wirelessly yeah um, right yeah it, it was definitely have, old uh, it had distance uh, cruise control. Um, but it worked very rudimentary, rudimentally. <laughs> um, it was, uh, it didn't react well. It, uh, would it floor it to accelerate, to keep up with cars. It was just not a good system. Um, but I used it on the way home a little bit, uh, to kind of try it out. So overall, I mean, the car served its purpose for us wonderfully because we just had to throw stuff in the truck, uh, truck bed and, you know, carry people around LA, reliably and sit up a little higher and all that stuff. But, uh, as far as a car to purchase, it didn't wow me, uh, yeah, as much it's as a I great, hoped it would. it's a great overall package is the fact that it, um, has a pretty decent truck bed and it has that, a huge compartment, like a, that storage thing in the bottom of the truck bed, which is like really, really big, dude. You can fit a couple suitcases in there. Um, yeah. a lot of stuff. And then it had enough room in the back seats for like me to sit in it. Um, but, and, and all that was great, but it was very much like, um, it felt like the way they used to make, I mean, which is kind of what we yearn for, but it's like a Toyota from like 1998 or, you know, uh, Tacoma or something. It had like that level of like, of amenities, which is basically zero amenities, but it was at this price point that felt very high. It was more refined than that, but the motor was still pretty noisy. And we were talking about, like, Lane and I both, our wives drive old Lexuses at this point, and that V6 is way more refined than this V6. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm curious Um, to see or to know how it does off-road, right? Because, like, it it handled, like, fine. You know, it handled, like, more car-like on the street. You know, not that we're throwing it around, like, you know, at speed. But, like, just as as how it responds and how the chassis feels. And I, it rides really nice. Like I was, I was, it was, it's a very comfortable truck. I felt like, you know, it's, it's, it is very, very comfortable. Um, that's cause it's not a truck because it's not a truck. Yeah. The brakes are good. Um, and I, I think that, you know, it's, it's a weird, the whole thing is odd to me because the HPD thing is I'm, I'm reading about it right now. Cause I wanted to double check. Like, it's not anything performance related, even though HPD stands for Honda Performance Development. Like yeah. it's it's an it's an appearance package that's twenty eight hundred bucks, and it's like stickers. You got a different grill. You got the plastic fender flares, uh, and, and the wheels, and the wheels. That's it. And they're they're bronze. Yeah, you can get them in bronze or black, apparently, or something. So, well, I thought I thought they were all bronze, but it was as a standalone, they were gray or black. Oh, okay. That's like just a standalone option. But when you get the HPD, oh, they, they're, they're gold, okay. At least that's what I, 
Because when I specced it out, I had specced out the wheels, mm-hmm. and then I did the package, and it replaced the wheels that I had, gotcha. which were black or gray. That's weird, dude, because um, wheels are something that you're going to probably replace anyways, right? Like, I mean, they look okay, but they don't, they're don't. they so yeah. flat. They have, like, no lip or anything. Like, I would want to replace those, you know? Um, I think they look pretty cool, though, for a stock a stock wheel you know they look They're cool pretty for a beefy stock looking and yeah. stuff yeah i would want i i like the the, the over fenders the plastic over fenders do look like aggressive and like they, they make it look a little more interesting right like then oh, I, I think they're it's way better with the over yeah and right? I, otherwise it's very slab sided right because it's like very flat and it's a unibody truck so um which is weird but yeah i wonder like what how they actually perform like they're supposed to like evoke this like ruggedness right like with the, with that package but is that i think really- it performs like a subaru name yeah. your like you know uh yeah super forester or something, or something like, yeah. you know yeah yeah forester it, it's right. a car like you know it's a, a rav4 a unibody car would perform off-road yeah yeah it's great for going skiing or something like or, that or but, a ranch uh, truck right i mean i guess like without like having no. something gigantic nope Nope, definitely not a ranch. Why truck. not? Uh, uh, payload. Um, also, just over rough roads a lot. I think you would rattle this thing apart. You want like a, a body on frame. I mean, if you're talking about like real ranch type stuff, you're towing, you're throwing shit in the back of it. You, it's just not a heavy duty car. It's a. Well, I mean, pilot. what are? Yeah, I guess you're not dropping like steel things in the back or anything, but it's like <laughs> it feel like to carry things, yeah. like carry stuff around and like. I don't know what it's perfect yeah. for going camping, going camping, going to the beach, going skiing. But once you ratchet it up a notch from that, it's not not heavy duty enough. I mean, purpose. it's it's all the truck most people need. But, exactly. But it's so it's so high priced that like I don't, mm-hmm. I just don't understand where it fits in the market. Like my brother just got a brand new Dodge, um, ex, you know, whatever extended cab, Lariat, something, whatever. With like all these, you know, it has all this these amenities, and his was like forty seven grand, um, mm. four wheel drive, you know, yeah, uh, six foot bed, all this stuff. He just replaced his like three year old one with a brand new one, and it's like for five more grand, you get like you know, not only way more options, but it's like a Hemi, you know, five point seven, whatever it is. It's just so much more vehicle for the yeah. price, right? Yeah. And I think that's where that is part of like the problem with the small truck market. That's always been the problem with smaller trucks is like they cost as much to build. I mean, not th- this isn't a truck, but I'm sure it costs a lot to build as well, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just kind of, it feels like an old product, even though it's pretty new. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah, the interior. And that's what I was yeah. so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, I just see them on the road. I'm like, oh, that's that looks like the right thing. You know, it's yeah. like it's going to be refined, and it's a Honda, so it's reliable and smooth and all that stuff. And it just didn't really wow any of us. So what? Uh, what yeah. do you think um, the payload is? I just looked it up right now. This is in the bed. Oh, uh, three thousand pounds. Holy shit! Wow, in the bed. <laughs> oh, in the bed. You can carry a whole car in there. I was um, so, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant towing. Uh, towing. Um, uh, eight hundred. I'm gonna say five hundred pounds. One thousand five hundred and eighty-three. That's oh. very specific. Uh, so it's a three-quarter ton. <laughs> that right? is very specific. Um, which is pretty solid. That's more than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny though, because like, so what does a half-ton pickup actually? What is the actual payload? 
Well, a ton is uh, what two thousand. No, but I, no, you, no, but I'm I'm saying like they call an F one fifty a half ton. Uh, but is that that's probably not really a half ton pickup if this is a one thousand five hundred and eighty three pounds. I mean, it might be right because it's 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 based on the springs and all that shit in the back, right? Like, and also the beds, the bed material too. So, um, I, mean, I know, I, I but I'm that, saying I doubt this has a bigger payload than a Ford F one fifty or a GM or a Chevy fifteen hundred, which those are called half ton pickups. So I'm just yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Lane and I drove that down to LA on Thursday. Um, we went uh, through Malibu because that's what you do when you're trying to avoid traffic and whatnot. Um, and Malibu's the most. Uh, no, no, no. Let me start over. Malibu's <laughs> the second most overrated place in the world. First being Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood's the most overrated. Um, but man, as I said, we came in, it was also overcast and there's, there was a fire through there not long ago. So it's looking very dry and just very brown, very brown. And just, I don't know, man, people talk so much about it and they love it so much, but I think we're just spoiled being from Santa Cruz and they're like, yeah, really? Malibu, I mean, well, Malibu is, is, there's the beaches and then there's the restaurants, right? And then you have like some cool roads, <laughs> like, but yeah, it's not, yeah, it's I mean, not, it's, it, it, it's never really green, green, like we're used to, right? It, it is a different yeah. type of landscape for sure. Yeah, totally. And like, you know, Hope Ranch in Santa Barbara or something is, is like really lush and beautiful and Montecito can do that. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, we were kind of laughing about that. And then uh, that took us into beautiful Torrance, uh, which is lovely this time yeah, of year. Talk about lush uh, and green. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, dude. It's like a jungle. And then uh, we stayed at a Japanese hotel. That was fun. Um, and Are you just, just going to say Japanese hotel and not mention the, the magical toilets? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I think that's implied. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, it's my favorite toilets. thing, dude. I just sit there for like twenty minutes. Nice, dude. Oh God, <laughs> loses By the circulation. Way, payload of an F one fifty is seventeen forty five to twenty two thirty eight. Hmm. And that's so it, up it, to up to a ton, and that's for a half ton pickup. So they call it. Hmm. So it's totally irrelevant. They call it a half an F one fifty is a half ton. A two fifty is a one is a uh, three quarter ton. A th- like these are the traditional, like they call them half ton pickups. Gotcha. So then the, the three hundred, which ones? And yeah, so three fifty is a one ton. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah I want to look. I yeah. wonder what the deal is with that. Yeah, like with um, since this one in particular, it's probably, it's probably just going back to like when they first started with like a you know those pickup trucks. Gotcha. But anyways, yes. Um, yeah. Yes. So Torrance, California, Japanese hotel. What's it called? Mm-hmm. Miyota? It's the Miyako, Miyako Hybrid. Miyako. Yeah. The Hybrid so Hotel. It's like a business hotel. Yeah. Yeah, we never really understood what so the, the hybrid, hybrid part for, but, is uh, that they do have long-term suites, you know, like an extended stay kind of thing. So they uh, have, like, kitchenettes and all that. Uh, but they also have the standard rooms, like the ones that we stayed in. But, but yeah, it was a nice gotcha, hotel. Gotcha. And uh, yeah. Not much of nice. a... Uh, uh, not much of a lobby, though. No, it's pretty small. No. Um, like no lobby really good food yeah. good 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 japanese restaurant downstairs i mean they serve a lot amazing of amazing restaurant real jdm people you like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and it's yeah because Torrance, you know it's it's i mean this place what must have been what like four and a half five blocks away from the honda campus really <laughs> so it's it's pretty yeah. close so 
Um, very, I could see it from my room. I could oh, really? see the Honda building. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, that was great. So, I was stoked on that spot. So also before, um, before Toyota moved to Plano, they used to be, they were based there too. They were also in Torrance. Um, yeah, that's yeah, right. I don't know. If, I don't know what other uh, Japanese brands are based there, but I think there's quite a few, uh, even that are yeah, not then, automotive, but our friend Sean Grimes, uh, had posted something on Instagram that he was at a Miyako hotel and I chimed in and said, Oh, we're actually going to be there on Thursday. He's like, I've stayed at that one in Torrance. It's awesome. You have to try the eucalyptus spa, like the eucalyptus, eucalyptus steam room. It's amazing. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm in. Bring my shorts. I'm like getting, you know, super psyched about this steam room and clothes for COVID. So that was fun. Um, and I don't, not like I stay at a lot of Japanese hotels. I would have loved that. Just a little fucking steam. A little steam, little yeah. Sauna. Yeah. Dude, especially uh, post event, onsen. right? Where we've like run around for ten oh. miles, and like that would have been perfect. I would have loved it. Yeah. So, anyways, no steam room. Um, but uh, Lane and I had like a little bit of time on Friday to kind of cruise around, and uh, we went down to Torrance Beach, which neither of us had been to, and it's actually a lot nicer than you would think. Yep. <laughs> Just the sound of it, it's like <laughs> Torrance. I don't know. Beach. You don't hear the Beach Boys sing about Torrance Beach. <laughs> I would picture there's just like like sludge coming out of a pipe directly into <laughs> yeah. the ocean, but uh, no, it's like it's not cool. like that at all. It's very nice. Um, and then we went into uh, towards um, Pacific Palisades. Wait, no, is that no, it? no. We were in no. um, Lunada uh, Bay. Yeah, but where Lunada Bay? Yeah, we were that's where, we were where your mom's from too. Well, yeah, but that's Redondo. Redondo. Well, Redondo is like straight west of Torrance. Like that's yeah. no, we're in Palos Verdes. Palos oh, Verdes, Verdes, yeah, Verdes. up in the hills there. Yeah, and then uh, we were kind of cruising around, looking at houses and taking pictures of the uh, beautiful ridgeline. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of overcast though, so it wasn't super uh, stunning down there by any means. And then uh, these guys all flew in, so we got Ricky Boy and Artsies and Brad and the whole crew. And then that night, uh, we went to Matt Farah's birthday party um, out in uh, Marina del Rey, I yep. think. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yep. Um, which was cool. It was, it was at a speakeasy, so a little bar off to the side of this restaurant. And uh, how trippy was that when you walk up to it? It was so dark. Yeah. I, you could not see anything. Yeah, uh, they had a like, black, like, Yeah, Lane and I curtain. were walking together, and we, I was, like, putting my hands out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, <didn't laughs> I know. And there I was no, that, and it was total speakeasy, right? There was no like bar here or anything. We're like, is this the right door? No sign. Yeah. 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 No sign, no nothing. But, uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, good, good company, open bar, good music. Yeah. Uh, we should mention that his, good time. Matt's wife, Hannah made shirts that said, and her invitation said basically Matt hates it when people wear matching shirts, like people at Disneyland and stuff. So she basically made everyone a shirt and made them wear it to the party. And on the front, it says Farah in Ferrari script with a, instead, with a shield and instead of a horse, it has a cat. And then on the back top, like neck of the shirt, it says F40 because Matt was turning 40 years old. Um, and it was awesome. super cool. And they're black shirts with yellow writing. And uh, it was, they were all made by Blipshift. So um, everyone wore those, you know, everyone that was at the party, even Magnus Walker had one on under his flannel and oh, his dirty beard. This true. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. No, it was great. It was a good time. And uh, 
And then we also had, you know, everyone else that we hadn't seen in a while. So there's always, we've done this three times. Is this the third, third party? On the pre Radwood uh, party? Yeah, three. Or a second. Yeah, three. Three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was great. Um, and Zach Clapman was there, of course. And those guys are coming on the rally. I think yeah. we can talk about that. Yeah, start time um, join. Which is fun. So, yeah, we'll have Farah and, and Zach, and then I think there are significant others, mm-hmm. which will be fun. Um, yeah, it was and- cool to see some people. Like uh, Gibran was there. He works with Hannah at uh, Twitter. That's right. So That's right. He was there. Gibran's been in a bunch of rallies of our rallies little, yeah vinnie uh, russo was there cruise. mike musto um a lot yeah. of the who's who's i actually yeah chatted with alex roy larry for a little Casello, while. alex roy oh what's yeah. his name yeah and then i was talking to larry, larry, chen, chen, larry chen for a bit walked in for a bit yeah and, and um i actually finally got a chance to really talk to christian james hand who does all the um you know the cool like what do you call those like song reviews like he breaks down songs no it's it's breakdowns yeah breakdowns yeah like so he does like each individual instrument and like and he talks about the history of the song in the background and it's really cool i forget the name of his podcast but he's on he's occasionally a guest on ferris show um and we last time when warren and i went to uh west side collector car storage um he was leaving as we were come as we were arriving so like uh, we saw him for like 30 seconds so we didn't get to talk to him but I, I ended up like talking to him for a while at the show and like um like he's basically still he's like having the same issues we have you know because he does in-person experiences and so like COVID has really fucked him up you know like so we're talking about yeah. that and but just like now it's starting to pick up and um and like his thing was always like you know pretty intimate little places right like you know it's like little little um you know bars Theaters and venues and, and shit like yeah, that yeah. so yeah like a hundred yeah. people or something right yeah exactly like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He had a really yeah. good one of if you get a chance or if anyone gets a chance, listen to him on, I believe it was Tom Talks, which is Tom Segura's podcast, um, one of his podcasts. But uh, he had Christian James Hand on going over, I think it was all, it might have been two artists, but they went over the Beastie Boys, um, a few Beastie Boys songs. And it was oh, really sweet. Good. I'll check it out. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... After that, we rolled back to the hotel in a Tesla, courtesy of Dante and Hushy Pushy driving. <laughs> so uh, that was good times. Um, oh, and then I went, um, Dante and I got some, we saw Matt oh. and Brendan rolling in. So Dante Dude. and I went and got, we went and got food at the Safeway down the street or whatever it was. I couldn't believe I got that text. I was already, it was, wasn't that, it was probably like 10 yeah. or something. And I'm like, I'm in bed basically just yeah. watching TV and stuff. And uh, I get a text from Dante. Yo, dude, like, uh, I think we're going to get tacos. Are you down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? So, and did you guys try the the sliders at the party? It was mini sliders yeah. with tater tots as buns. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty yeah. good. Tater Pretty sliders. Solid. Yeah. I, we- told, uh, I told Chef Malone that, and he's all, Sounds lame. Like, yeah, right. He's like, he's like, no. Basically, anything that I don't do is oh, he's lame. A, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. Like, just because he's not, he didn't think of it. You know, oh, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, we went and got like we did like such a. We went and bought lunch meat and Hawaiian rolls, and we just went back and made little like sandwiches, <laughs> and um, and we got like a six pack of beer and just and we hung out in in Brendan and Hushy Pushy's room and watched uh, Formula One practice. 
Oh, oh nice. Oh my god. That's right. Dude. Yeah. dude, I love I actually it. so I, I stayed it. like a little later than you guys just at the venue and like I left like at 10:30 probably something like that. I wasn't even paying attention, but like um I'm like all right, I got to head out, but I was fucking starving like after cuz I I <laughs> I don't know. How did you not well, eat? There was so I, they were non-stop. I know. I had, I had I had one of the tater tots things, and I had something on a skewer. I can't remember peanut, what it was. Peanut chicken. That's chicken what it was. Peanut, peanut sauce, chicken. Yeah. yeah, I had one of those, and um, I went to uh, In and Out, and the line was absurd. So um, I ended up at McDonald's, and I just got chicken nuggets, <laughs> like and and, uh, yeah. and a big nuggers. old fucking diet Dr Pepper uh, because I needed to stay awake to get because I was so tired by that point. Um, and. Uh, that's what I had so solo. And um, I can't remember what station um, I was in the Ridgeline. I can't remember what station it was, but they were playing like rad, like early nineties, like uh, rock. And so I was like rocking out to like sublime and like Nirvana and like all kinds of shit by myself in the car, just like full blast. Getting ready for Radwood, uh, dude, dude. Exactly. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Radwood, man. Fuck. Um, I got to start off by thanking or... uh, Chris Cavalieri, right? Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Cavalieri, Brad DeSantis, uh, were a huge help. So was Dante. Um, they, they they were very very helpful. And Liam show. Liam Cahill. Liam Cahill killed Liam Cahill. it. He was there. He Dude, was, the he was there. One. Super. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he he jumped right in. Luckily, he he read the emails and and he knew what needed to be done and he jumped on it right away and was awesome and you know make it made things so much easier uh, as as cars started to pour in because they always show up earlier than they should and all that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, show at the Honda of America campus uh, in Torrance and we had Acura as our title sponsor so they had a huge like heritage display there including the new one um, but we had what like I think right around 600 cars at the end of the day right like uh, including I think I'm, I'm saying like 625 ish okay yeah with probably. some of the comes because some went and came and went and all so that. no basically so we had 550 registered cars yeah um, and that doesn't include the heritage cars it doesn't include all of our vendors' cars, right? And some other ones that kind of came later, like TVR Tuscan or TVR, or whatever that thing is. Yeah, some other stuff, but um, yeah, there was a lot of like, and then it didn't include the guys from um, CMS. Oh and, yeah, uh, and Camo you know, racing like too, and like yeah, and Camo, like a, yeah, yeah. See, I think that's yeah. that's right around there. Yeah, yeah, which makes it one of our biggest shows. I mean, Austin's the only one that's that's actually uh, been bigger than that, like in the seven hundred yeah. range, right? Um, yeah. And so, by far, our biggest SoCal event. Um, and yeah, such. I mean, just a really, really good show. Like great vibes. Like no drama at all. People were fucking awesome, and uh, a lot of variety. Our, yeah. I think it. our smoothest uh, like entry and exit show we've ever yeah. had. For sure. As far as like like everyone just getting into the show, parking for spectators, parking, you know, yeah, everything was super easy and um, everyone seemed to appreciate that. Yeah, it was a great venue for that. And like, you know, leading up to it, like when, you know, we had multiple meetings with the facility staff and they're like, oh, you know, they were so concerned about like that particular thing, like ingress, egress. And I'm like, dude, like we're like, this is like the easiest venue for us because it has very clear entrances and exits and everything is laid out perfectly. There's tons of parking. Like it's it's so easy where sometimes we work with something that is like from scratch, right? Like we're building a fucking, well, building infrastructure and like everything for people. So yeah, it made it super easy. And um the feedback was really, really good. Like, you know, people want us to be back there. So, I mean, it's something we're considering and we'll continue talking to, to Acura about it, but 
but yeah, definitely happy how it all turned out. And I think the show looked really good. Like I liked uh, how we ended up, you know, the, the way we separate our shows with like the curated royalty area and the standard display, like it all, it all worked out great. And, and um, the layout was awesome. And our vendors were great. Like they, they had, you know, they all had a good time and, and had traffic, which is key, right? Like you want to put people where they're visible and um, yeah, really, really good show all around. I have like no complaints really, except for the a few people that complain, which are fucking idiots. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, like I was like, so at the, at the end of the show or at the end of the show, at the end of the day, um, I, um, I was hanging out with, uh, with Brendan and Matt in their room and, uh, we were watching qualifying and, uh, Brendan's on, on the car lounge, which I fucking hate now. And like, it's, it's, you know, the VW Vortex forum and some dudes, the guy in the red E28, do you remember the M5 replica? Um, he's like, he's like, yeah, well, uh, whatever curated my ass royalty. It was just a bunch of fucking normal cars, by the way, a place that he was in with his fucking E28 M5 replica. And then, um, and then he's like, yeah, the food was fucking like pathetic. I mean, like considering LA has some of the best food trucks. And I'm like, did you fucking eat at the food trucks? Like, I mean, do you like, it was like Chef Blown's fucking killer gourmet, like smash burgers. We had that killer fucking wood fired, like, um, you know, pizza place yeah, yeah, that we had before. Place we used for yeah. A DWA, yeah. yeah. And like a legit, the- like, like Mexican family owned food truck, like a real one, yeah, you know, yeah. not like some like fake bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was like, you know, and there were some other options in there in the mix. Right. And like, just people love to complain. And it's just like, you know, there's a few bad apples always that you can't please. And the good news is that people like that self-select and he said, he's not coming back. And I'm like, thank you. Sick. Right. Like, like, thank you. Sick. We don't need you. That's right? funny. Cause that's like the only negative. I mean, I hadn't heard any negative comments except like until you said that um every everything seemed to be positive except for the one like psychopath that thought people's vins were being stolen oh yeah that guy's nuts yeah that guy's (laughs) heavy dude um it was also nice that honda brought or you know accurate honda brought out all those cars and we had that display at the end with all the award winners Mm -hmm. i think that was really really cool and uh it's nice because a lot of times you don't have that space where we're giving awards. We've done it. We did it in NorCal, but at Seattle, it wasn't really possible. Um, but to kind of bring the cars out and have them front and center was really, yeah, cool. especially when, especially when we pulled cars from like standard as well, like the Shamal and the Acura Integra, the type R, the blue one, mm-hmm. um, those cars were both uh, standard cars Yeah, and they obviously won awards. So like, Maybe if people, you know, people that hung out by their cars the whole day or something like that and didn't venture over there because there was a lot of cars to look at. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you to walk the whole field, like took quite a bit of time. Um, and sometimes, you know, I'm sure people get caught up talking to people and all this stuff. But, uh, so it makes it where everyone gets to see those cars that won. Mm-hmm. And it was really yeah. neat. Yeah. Having that was re- it was really good. Yeah. I- and then, uh, yeah um yeah i mean shit like i I was just gonna say like i mean i mean obviously we can go over the winners but i wanted to hear if you had any other like personal kind of standouts that we didn't that like maybe your own kind of choices i mean i know we collectively choose these cars but other cars that you think are worthy um so uh for the winners themselves we had radisson show was um a 308 gts uh that was driven up to the arctic uh (laughs) arctic circle and back I don't know where he's based. Is he SoCal based? You guys know? 
I assumed so, but I guess that's a bad assumption with a guy that drives thousands of miles. Yeah, I would assume. But yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we. I mean, we can look him up, but uh, the registration. But I mean, but he drove it everywhere. He has. A, it's like Brian's questionable decisions. I think is his Instagram account. Great follow. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and he, he. I mean, he drove the fucking to the Arctic Circle and back, and like it, he modded it appropriately, and um, you know, great story, cool car. Uh, he was actually at our NorCal event in uh, July be on his way up. But at that point, it turns out when he mentioned it on the, when he received the award, he hadn't necessarily made up his mind that he was going to go to the North Pole or the Arctic Circle. He just like was yeah. driving, you know, like he was just going on because of, of COVID. He was kind of like on the move, like nomadic style. Um, and then we had our raddest domestic was that badass uh, Fox body Mustang. What is it? A Dominator lane? Dominator. Dominator. One of nine. Yeah, it's a and, JBL Dominator. I think it's JBL. And one of one of nine and one of like three known to exist because yeah. the rest were some were race cars and so some have. Dude, been I, found. I looked it up after the fact and I didn't know, but that's all steel. That's that's a, not a fiberglass oh. kit. Wow. It's all metal, and um, and I thought you know. It, the fitment was pretty good and then i mentioned that and then matt's like yeah but did you see like the underside and i'm like no apparently the fenders were totally radius and they just like it was like a the stock color that, but they didn't paint the under like it's not white underneath it was like the original oh, color weird. of the car or something and so they painted them Strange. after the fact you know like after they put all the shit on um so just like weird little details like that but uh but super cool car and extremely well well maintained too like i mean the interior was perfect and so nice. Uh, in period HRE, like badass, like five spoke Ferrari. Dude, like those Ferrari things are so crazy. F forty style, yeah. So rad. Staggered, super deep. Those are epic. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah. raddest uh, import was the Maserati Chevalier you mentioned. So those are super cool. And apparently one of three, which I didn't know because we had one at NorCal well, in the st in the states. Yeah, in the states. Sorry, I should say. Uh, yeah, and uh, we had one at NorCal, and I'm and I'm pretty sure Euro Classics imported that one because he brought it. I think right. Uh, the yeah. one that we had there and that's a cool ass car i mean they're you know big fender flares uh very cool design uh gandini the classic it's like a bi turbo that's like swollen yeah like ag more aggressive yeah very yeah. like yeah it's like like pumped up right like very bulldogish, yeah. right like that sharp front mm -hmm. end like very flat front end and six-speed manual twin turbo v8 <laughs> which is pretty fucking cool it's pretty uh awesome. rad yeah and then the raddest truck. Remember uh, Harry, Harry's, Harry, uh, Harry Metcalf, uh, Harry's garage. Yeah. He talks about buying one of those new and how awesome it was. Oh, sick. That's cool. I need yeah, to check that that's out. That's cool. Uh, and then, uh, Warren, do you remember the, the truck's details, the Toyota pickup? Yeah. 19, 1985 Toyota pickup, um, with a 22 RE. So that was like the optional engine at the time. And the guy had bought it a while ago, full restoration, super accurate really really detailed i mean i got to talk to him for a while after he won the award um and he's from visalia and he drove down for the show oh dope and it also had a matching honda atc 110 so that's a three-wheel motorcycle that were the sketchiest things ever mm -hmm. made um in the truck bed and it, everything was perfect about it um he even got the right uh bf goodrich uh all-terrain tires that aren't made anymore for the truck. Uh, he found like a set, like new old stock in San Luis Obispo. Um, I mean, everything was perfect. It was just a, an amazing car and he had it all painted and everything, but the motor, he basically did a sympathetic restoration and he didn't overdo any of it. He didn't like, he just basically cleaned up everything that was there. So it still has a really authentic look and everything's perfect Toyota instead of like ripping it out and putting something modern in it or like, you know, 
spray painting everything uh, silver or what have you. So, um, anyways, totally deserving. Um, really rad truck, and he's a, he's a like a really big enthusiast. Um, and it was the first time at one of our shows. He was like really stoked on the whole thing. So, uh, well deserved. Yeah, and then uh, is that all of them? The uh, Radist truck? No, then we had uh, Radist Radist Integra. Oh yeah, and the Radist Integra, which was insane. I mean, it was like definitely one of the nicest like builds I've seen. Like uh, that was an accurate um, accurate chose that uh, award uh, or that vehicle rather. We did not choose that car, but. It was definitely well-deserved. I mean, um, I'm an idiot, dude. I like when I was calling the guy to the stage, I said the Laguna Seca blue, but it's obviously fucking spoon blue, you know, because it's a spoon build. <laughs> and I, so it's actually uh, it's actually not. Dude. It's not because I thought it was. No, like, because, so because so it, I heard him talking to someone. It was uh, shoot. Now, now I forget. It's like it's off brand blue, dude. It's like it's some other cheap. But, it's like Jeep blue, you know, it's some, or Daw, I don't know. I forget what it was, but it's, it's a totally different make. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I, I was thinking, I'm like, it has a, it had a spoon engine and it had all the spoon yeah. shit under the hood. It was really nice, like super well executed. Yeah. Uh, it was a JDM front end car, uh, with, you know, with T37s, smaller T37s with some sidewall. Like it was a great 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 build um and i was thinking about it after the fact i'm like dude it had all the spoon shit of course it's the spoon blue right and then it has that fake spoon civic next to it like or it had it on display next to it and like then like it clicked but um but okay yeah i'm curious now yeah i, I don't know what the fuck that guy's yeah, I mean, i'll was, have to look him up i mean he was so he was uh i just overheard him telling someone what the color was i think it was some people from acura actually okay uh and he was ex- he was telling them you know it's actually this in and it was you know, I forget, but it was something like that. It was like off a Wrangler or something like that. Oh, you know? really? Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, it was a great color. I mean, yeah, then the looked car good. Looked, the car looked really cool, and it had the JDM front end. What's up with the uh, – I'm not a JDM guy, so I don't really know, but what's up with, like, the quick mount, like, fent, like bumper – Oh yeah, things that people put like that thing had. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. It's like yeah, a, it's a quick release uh, on the on the corners, right? Like to, bumper to cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, apparently it's like a racing thing, right? Like for both for access and for damage. So like you can yeah. replace the bumper real quick. It's like it's sort. I don't really like it. It's kind of like a tow hook on a car. You know, like it's like yeah. it's something that a race car has, and like I think you just it was you put it on there for aesthetic reasons. So but. it's almost like a couple like post like one on the body one on the bumper yeah and it has like a string going between the two to keep the bumper on exactly yeah. um, it's like an envelope yeah. like a legal envelope you would like yeah exactly yeah it's exactly the, like that yeah the rope that's actually we're gonna put it um, um dude but I have oh to, then I, motorcycle I, too oh yeah that's, that's that was the um, yeah that was the honda uh, cbr 600 f2 and it was in that pink and purple livery which is like yeah. super super early 90s and it was it was uh, owned by by a woman and she bought it like at the start of covid and i guess like restored it and learned how to ride on it which like that she was had, cool dude yeah, yeah. that's so rad which we didn't know yeah. we just liked the bike no. um and that, that was, was pretty cool um dude but i wanted to say man like i was so fucking in love with that uh with that is it an FJ60, uh, uh, Warren? Oh, the, the tan one? The tan yeah. one? Yeah, with, yeah. Dude, that thing was so badass. So I looked it up yeah, after the it fact. It's it's a, uh, um, and, and I think Warren mentioned it because we were talking about it. It's like, it's really nice, but it's not rad, right? It's a, re- it's a resto mod. 
It has an LS3 and everything has been gone through, you know, like it's all, all modern suspension underneath and like, you know, all kinds of shit. Like it's been tweaked in so many ways, but it's all so clean and well executed. Um, and it's a company called Corsetti Cruisers. And, um, and apparently they do these builds, you know, like you give them an FJ and they'll, they'll, they'll restore it and they'll do all sorts of weird custom shit for you if you want. Like this one had rear pop out windows that popped out like vertically, right? Like it was like, like stuff, you know, everything about it was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. It was, oh yeah. I saw that. That was so did you awesome. see that? They were uh, almost like popped out as like awnings. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like right, that. Yeah. Right. And they have like a little stay or like a strut or something. And like, uh, but it was so fucking cool. Like it, it had, it was like a tannish, like metallic with like, it was, and they had like gray graphics. I can't remember great. the details. It was like sage. It was like a sage desert yeah. kind of motif. And, and it, it had the very, gray very graphics nice. and gray wheels and uh, like blacked yeah. out front end. It was so fucking cool. Um, kind of killer rack on it and like good small wheels with big, with good sized tires, like 35s probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, LS we, uh, Warren and I were talking to... Oh, it was Jeff Glucker, right? Uh, and he was like just going off about that car. Like good like or bad? His favorite thing. Oh, no, okay. it was like his favorite thing at the show, basically. It was pretty Talking fucking cool, man. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really, really cool. Um, so much. I mean, we had probably the most pre-merger AMGs at a show in, in the United oh States my God. ever. <laughs> it know? was insane. Like yeah. in the stand, I thought there was a lot, you know, CMS brings like so much cool stuff like yeah. that, that. W that one two six, you know the SEC with the flare vendors is so rad. Yeah. And then, and then going over to the standard lot, there was like a full on AMG section, dude. Yeah. Um, like there's this one guy. Um, I think his name is like Phase. Um, yeah, Phase Ra uh Raman. Um, he's the governor one two six on oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Instagram, but. Yeah he has the blue one like that light yeah. it's like a medium blue purple and it had the the you know amg wheels like three-piece wheels with the, the arrows the matching or, blue yeah. centers and stuff yeah the arrows that car was super nice um, that's a sick car and then yeah. he was and then he was next to like a dark blue or black one like there was it was so rad dude yeah There's so many like i was we could have filled we could have had a, sh a Mercedes show with the amount of Mercedes, you know, like, yeah, it, it was insane. Yeah. There were some really good one ninety E's as well. Some 16 valves. Yep. Um, so did you, I don't know if you saw the black one on Pentas, the black sec on yeah, Pentas. And that, that was, that, that was a real, that was a real six liter wide body premier JMG. Like, um, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite cars, you know, like, um, I, I got to park the guy twice because originally I put him on the other side of CMS where, you know, they had their display. And then like, um, I needed that spot to, to squeeze in some other cars. And I'm like, Hey, do you mind? Like if I squeeze you in with CMS and I asked shot and he's like, yeah, that's fine. And so we put him over there, but, um, but that car is so freaking cool. I mean, those are, those oh, are I think stunning. that's the one. Yeah. That, that one was insane. That was yeah. on the very end. Right. Yeah. And it's and, and with space. the Pentas and, oh, it's like, that, that's such a good look. So um, good. Yeah, there there was a lot of a lot of really nice Hondas. I mean, like I was going nuts over all the CRXs. I mean, you mentioned CRXs earlier. There were so many nice CRXs, and like it sucks because like I always ask, dude. Every few years, you know, I ask the owners, like, hey, are these still stolen a lot? And they're like, yep. Like the black one, the with the black uh, Mugen wheels with the aero discs. Like I asked oh, the guy, like, dude, that was like that was my favorite oh, CRX so of the show. Did you see he had aero discs on one side and he didn't have them on the other side? Oh, I didn't. So see it was kind of like showing. It 
which I, I thought I appreciated that's cool. it. That's a cool they do look. look yeah. They do look cool without them, but, it, but but they look really cool with them too. But it's yeah, like, you, yeah. but you can see like the, the air veins, right? So you can understand yeah, how yeah. they work. Like that's a cool look, yeah. um, dude. So um, um, I I asked him like, yeah. So what, how, like, do you basically just drive this car to shows? And he's like, yeah, dude. I drive it to shows and back. Or I drive it where I'm literally sitting in front of it. Like I have to be, I have to be able to see the car, which is so shitty, dude. Like just imagine so like how annoying that is. Um, yeah. So unfortunately that's still the case, but that one was fucking awesome. That, that was uh, for the, you know, Honda nerds out there that, that was, uh, um, you know, the second gen CRX, but it was a, a ZC. So that's not the SIR that has the B16 in it, but he had the SIR front end, which is different. It has like, you know, different like lights on the bumper and like all kinds of shit. So like, it's, it's a very good look. Um, and you know, we didn't get that front end in the U S so like, it's, it's just a, a very special package. And then he has, he had also, I don't know if you noticed, but those um, in Japan, you can get the optional bronze, um, bronze tinted glass roof. And that one had that. So it's like all glass and like it's, and it was also bronze tinted glass all around. Um, like, that's, that's a factory thing. That's a factory thing. Yeah. And uh, it was so clean too. So it's clean. just like all black with the DOHC on the side. And then the, it had the, uh, the side markers like, jdm side marker you know on the fenders. style side yeah. markers on the fenders and yeah it was just such a and nicely lowered but not too low it just looked yeah cool. it was clean that was a really nice car um yeah yeah right hand drive obviously jdm car there was a really beautiful like uh all stock probably like a 91 uh tahitian green pearl one which is on the in the standard display that we stared at for a little while um and then there was a bunch that were like super modified you know like with all the all the shit with carbon fiber and all that stuff but yeah it was the blue yeah. one behind the black one that was all modified with yeah carbon hood yeah that had like stuff. a bunch yeah. of mugen stuff on it yeah like it had like yeah. the mugen bumpers and stuff um yeah it was cool yeah and then of course there was like a absolutely perfect 97 itr which is my favorite one and that's the one that was also at the phoenix club i don't know if you guys remember that one yeah. um it was like in the back uh that car was at, at the phoenix club show um, lots of NSXs. Oh shit! Um, light went out. Um, any other standouts for you guys? There's so many. I mean, it's uh, it's so hard with a show like that. There's um, two E36 wagons. Oh yeah, which, we had an Alpina uh, too. I didn't get to see that one. There was close. an Alpina. I looked at it carefully. Unfortunately, it was an automatic, which is common with the Alpinas. Yeah. So it was very close to being like extremely lustworthy. Um, but there was that the the Daytona Violet over at the griots booth which was nice to see um what else is like standout i mean there's dude there's so much stuff it's like my my mind is like going down the list but there was a trio of m5s like three different uh three generations of different m5s which is kind of cool they parked them in a little kind of triangle which was cool to see um there's a lot of cool in the standard display just the way that they happen to be parked um kind of worked out really well so that was kind of fun to see like there was a purple and blue section oh yeah oh yeah yeah like, i got a picture of that not the greatest yeah, picture because the light was weird but yeah it was weird lighting yeah. yeah and then there was that yellow uh mark 3 gti next to that um dakota yeah with the rt the yellow dakota yeah. i don't know if they're friends or whatever but um the dakota was insanely mint it was uh like the nicest one i've seen yeah maybe ever um, anyways, there's just always so much stuff like that. You know, it's it's crazy. The CMS collection was 
unbelievable. There was a he really nice some... 89 944 Turbo right next to the Radwood booth. Like, I don't know if you guys saw okay. that one. Like, Zermatt kind of silver. Oh, that, yeah, I did that see car it. Was, that car was really nice, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, was, it felt, it, it stood out to me. That was a really so nice car. Stuff. That had, like, the disc wheels, right? Like, the manhole covers? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. that car. Um, there was a Dodgy van, dude, and that was the rat. Like, the whole family was dressed up in, like, breakdancing clothes. Like, all the kids and stuff. All the right. same outfits. By the way, six racing seats in that thing. Yeah. That's dope. I love it so much. It's not. A, it wasn't a short wheelbase or a, a short 1500. It was a, a longer one, but... It was awesome, and I think Chef Malone said that that guy rallies it up Laurelis Grade and Perfect. stuff. Perfect. So he he mobs it. Laurelis um, Grade. He's always all the way to Monterey to drive. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm literally looking at rally roads right now <laughs> yeah or rally like uh angeles yeah. crest or some or similar whatever dude make up no road. yeah that thing was rad I, I, I was i'm totally on board with those um and i agree on the long wheelbase thing it's not the better not the better looking one but it's still cool to hear that he rocks it and he's yeah. he had the fam yeah, out it works um the, the, dude that, that little renault lacar was pretty refreshing that oh, little that r5 rad, lacar dude. it was cool um, like not seeing an R5 Turbo 2 or Turbo, yeah. we had a couple of those too, which are always cool to see. But yeah. this was just a, a basically a Le Car. Yeah. Um, and it was and like it was so cool. It sounded kind of cool, right? Like he had an exhaust or some shit. There was something going on there. Dude, with like some rad little like 13 inch wheels, black bumpers with yellow fogs. Like yeah. it was red. It just looked, and he was just super hyped, dude. He was there with like his wife and kid. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Dante awesome. looked over at me. He's like, "I would not put my kid in that." Thing. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, shit. It's like a you go, you go level of like you know, yeah, crush worthiness, yeah. dude. So, um, the other thing I wanted to mention is, um, so, dude, I I talked to the Castro Motorsports guys. Did you see all the S fifty four swap D thirty M threes? Yeah. Uh, so that those guys and like I'm like, dude. So you can put the power down in this, huh? And he's like, yeah, dude. Like you know, it's all about gearing and like you know, the power delivery is very linear in these motors and. He's like, dude, they actually, like, it, it's a really good package. And it's like, if you think about it, that motor came in the M Coupe, which is basically the same thing, right? With a shorter oh, yeah. wheel, with same a shorter wheel suspension. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so, like, it makes sense. It's like, fuck, that's a cool hot rod, dude. I'm like, it's kind of rad. Like, um, and... Uh, and it's and it's it's also like a big fuck you to the uh, S14 fanatics, right? Because it's like kind of an annoying motor. So like to actually bump it by like a, a hundred and change in horsepower and actually like make it like super rowdy, like that sounds pretty fun. And like he's like yeah. he's like, but do you want to talk about not being able to put the power down? Like they had an S54 swap turboed wagon. Did you see that one? Oh, that was the no. the touring that was there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, that one's like impossible. It's basically a drift car, you know. Um, but like, yeah, dude, the, the white one they had, they're the white E30 M3 on white T37 or no silver T37s with the S54 swap was one of my favorite cars at the show too. That thing was fucking nice, and it was perfect stance, great wheels, good setup, um, and that set, sounds like a super fun package too, you know. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. And those guys were there super early, right? Yeah, um, yeah, those cars, yeah, yeah, they were really, one of the really coolest. I also saw um, a girl setting up an American boy doll and taking pictures of it in front of cars. Dude, what so is going on? Pretty that cool. <laughs> Do we know anything about that still? Like, what the hell was up with that? Matt, uh, so Hushy Pushy and I were watching this go down, and we yeah. were just like, we couldn't, at one point, we just like started like laughing very loud. Crying. Like, I had to like walk away, basically. Gnarly. Because it kept, and she kept putting it on the grass, yeah. and it was like, 
kind of like 15 feet in front of the car and going to take a picture and then fall down. <laughs> She'd have to go pick it. And she kept trying to stand it up and it would, fall, it would always fall down too. It so was, weird. Oh man, it was funny. And it had like a little oh, run DMC getup, right? Like it had yeah. like a gold chain. Yeah, with like, yeah it had a gold yeah. chain, like Adidas yeah. tracksuit. Yeah. So we'll be selling Radwood dolls pretty soon, guys. Just uh, you wait. Uh, shout out to everyone who competed in the uh, Radis Dressed competition. And shout out to because, the guy uh, that wasn't there, but he should have been a contender, is the dude that was oh, wearing yeah. short shorts with a exposed midriff MTV shirt oh, with yeah. a fanny pack. That guy was killing it. And like, ah, I wish he was there. <laughs> it was pretty I think I posted dialed. a picture with him. I oh, I think you did. Yeah, you did. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. That was good times. Um, all right. So we went to Radwood. We did it. Last <laughs> yeah. show of the year. Um, and then when did, uh, and then the next day, you or you drove home, right, Warren? And and the yeah, yeah, yeah. So to complete the story, I took the ridgeline back to the Bay Area, and I left kind of early. Actually, I was I didn't set an alarm, but I thought, you know, we went to beers and stuff after, and I was pretty much like down to just crash. And uh, I thought I'll just wake up whenever I do. There was an F one race at six a.m., and I thought, well, if, if I could get up normal time, maybe I would watch it. And at like five. 5.30 or something, I hear a noise at the door and it's like some rustling like at my door. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And uh, it kind of gets me up and I, I go over there and it's they slip the oh, bill yeah, I know. I got that too. under the door and I'm like, oh, fuck, I have a bill. Okay, how much is the bill? Zero. Yeah, it's just telling so, you, it's just like <laughs> telling you you don't need to check out basically at the, you know. And like also probably like get out of here. Uh, you don't owe us any money. But I just thought it was really funny. At 5 a.m. they're like, oh, we must we must leave them the bill yeah. for zero dollars. So anyways, I was up and I watched the start of the F1 race. I got ready and I got the hell out of there and went to Santa Monica. And uh, Matt was having a cars and coffee with collecting cars as well and at blueies which is just a little coffee shop kind of uh, nondescript part of santa monica um small crew wasn't a bit it's not a big area or a big space to have a show but good variety uh for the most part um it kind of looked like everything. it was the size of our old cars and coffee where when we had it down at uh the coffee shop on ocean or maybe you know oh over yeah there. okay yeah, Coffeeville, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly. Oh it. wow, that's um, small. Huh? Maybe a little, a little more space than that, but um, yeah, not a ton. And uh, it was a cool, it was a cool spot. And when I got there, uh, Thomas Park was there, Jabron, Teal, Paul, Auto Kennel. You know, so it was like, oh, oh yeah, dude. Guys. By the way, yeah, like I wanted to give uh, Paul a shout out. Like you know, he's 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 a homie and he's a he's a big fan. He came out in his uh, impulse, right? I always mix that up. Yeah. yeah. Impulse Turbo. And I saw him for like 10 seconds, dude. Like I was like in the middle of something and like I didn't get to like talk to him and hang out. We usually hang out at the shows with him. So I'm glad to see that you hung out with him. That's cool. Um, I hung out yeah. with him at the show a little bit. So okay, good. I was... Yeah, I saw him for a minute too. Nice. Um, yeah, so the Cars and Coffee was cool. Uh, Matt showed up a little later, uh, actually right as I was kind of walking in. And uh, it was one of those like early Cars and Coffee. You could tell people were kind of getting there. It was just real standard, but there were some definite heavy hitters. Um, and it's kind of nice being there with Paul because he knows everyone and, you know, he knows all the cars and, you know, what people did to them, modifications and stuff like that. And uh, this 914 rolls in and it's really nice. Sounds amazing. Um, and he parks and then when he gets out, uh, Paul's like, oh, hey, Tim, this is Warren 
Radwood driving well awesome. And we talked for a second and then I was asking about his car and it's, um, Tim Pappas who has an insane collection of cool cars, um, mainly Porsche. And this is a car that was at Luft four or I can't remember which so it was one. At, and I yeah, think Luft four. It was in the inside. It, it was when it was like, yeah, yeah it was when it was kind of done, but then he did tons of work after that. We saw it at Canepa torn apart one time actually. Right. And uh, this thing was probably a very, very nice car as it started. It was a one owner Southern California car, but uh, it's essentially like the most DWA 914 I've seen in a long time. Um, the way it's built and I don't know, just the whole vibe of it was really killer. And he was super nice. I mean, he, he wanted to show it off too. I think he, he said it had been basically torn apart for, you know, better part of a year or something and he hasn't driven it. So one thing that stood out to me though, is the gearing is so rad. I mean, he's, he's shifting through gears through town. He's in fourth gear. You know, it's all this stuff that we talk about. We're always bummed about like, Oh great. You're NSX. Yeah. You're in second gear at 85 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so this thing's tops out at 130 um, at 8,000 RPMs. Uh, so he's shifting all Damn. the time and uh, like everything is basically 911 R or like 911 GT level of shit. Like, Unlimited budget, make a 914, super killer. Mm -hmm. This was it. It was about as good as it gets. And he's going to reproduce like all the little details too, like the top of the um, the air filters. It's going to be the the fiberglass look like oh, the yeah. race cars had. You know, he's going to like reproduce that in the right color. Yeah. So it, like you can't really tell. That, you like know? brown, um, yeah. Exactly, that kind of uh, brownish uh, fiberglass. Yeah. The, the all the like the trunk and the uh, engine cover were all or the the yeah the rear cover was all fiberglass. Did it have um, um like did it have like a pancake fan on top? I I don't remember. I saw your no, pictures, but I can't remember what it looked like. No, it didn't. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, that um, car's insane. He also owns that Sunoco. I think it's Sunoco nine fourteen that was at Velocity the other week. That's right. And that's the one that he had bought. For, it's like the most expensive. I mean, it was nine hundred. I think he bought it for like. Nine hundred eighty thousand dollars at auction, and then he fully restored it. Right, like right. After yeah. he bought it for a million dollars. Nice. Yeah. He's got very good taste, and the it was done by Gunner Racing, yep. and those guys are top, top, top notch. Like, and the motors, Ed Pink. I mean, everything is like the highest level so you insane. can really do. I mean, yeah. it's like singer, singer level shit. Yeah. Um, they or, still have that beyond. blue Mexican blanket interior. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sweet. That's cool. Which is which is so great. It matches perfectly to that marathon blue, which um, is an awesome color, one year only. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome. It had the little headrests, you know, above the seats. Oh, they're actually little... like mounted on the glass, kind of, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, and then like square setup on the wheels. Everything was like perfect. And I mean, talk about a DWA rally car or our back roads, like yeah. nineteen hundred and eighty pounds, three over three hundred horsepower, over three hundred pound feet of torque, eight thousand RPM. 8,000 RPM, yeah. low full race pedal. And low gearing, tilt and pedal setup. Yeah. Low low gearing, race pedals, fun interior, a stereo. Like, it's the ultimate 914. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Yeah, it is. It I'm is. That's awesome. Dude, it's do you, awesome. Lane, yeah, do cool. you know, because um, I saw the taillights. They look like kind of like 911R taillights. Or is that an op was that an optional thing, or do you think they're custom? Custom. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the yeah. tail said 914R, but in between, instead of a dash, it had TP for Tim Oh, shit. So yeah. Fancy guy. 914 TPR. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And 
Yeah, and it had like the original license plate frame, which I think was Beverly Hills. Um, so it's pretty yeah, awesome. that was cool. That was definitely a highlight. And then uh, there was some Ferrari there, that, right? A red one. Yeah, there's Ferraris, and there was a there was a P1 and a lowrider, which is always fun. Oh yeah, like a sixty-four car rolled in, and yeah. yeah, I love that. That's such a great entrance. Like, I mean, it is smile-inducing. So after that, I got the hell out of Santa Monica and I headed back up through Malibu and it was Malibu cars and coffee as well. And I was like, that's been such a shit show lately. I know I've been to a few times before it's, it's crazy, but I'll cruise by and I just happen to need gas at that exact moment. So there's a gas station right next to that shopping center. So I got gas as I'm sitting there, a goal wing pulls in and gets gas as well. I'm like, all right, that's pretty typical, but it didn't look that busy. Like I could kind of, I couldn't see the actual parking lot cause I was on the ocean side of it, you know, the building, mm-hmm. Yeah. but I'm like, I'll just drive around and I'll, I'll check it out. So I drive around. It still doesn't look that busy. I turn the corner towards bills and it's just a fucking man. man. No, like, yeah. Basically I'm like, I'm like, I made a horrible decision. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in yeah. it now. And I'm just like cruising super slow. Like there's people everywhere and it's all Lotus Avoras all parked. Yeah. There's one old Esprit and then there's the Amira. Is it the Amira? Yeah, Is yeah that the Amira, called? yeah. So as I'm pulling in, that thing like just jumps out of its parking space and they're, they're like reparking it and I have to like stop and back up into the crowd. <laughs> so I'm just sitting in the ridge line like, fuck. I would have done anything to just be like, I just want to get out of here, right? So it was all, I saw Spike Ferrisons over there. There's like people everywhere. Like, get me the fuck out of here. So they finally parked that thing. And then I just slowly cruised through. I like looked around a little bit. It was just like, there was a 456 Ferrari that was like, oh, that's nice. And then I just took off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gone. I know. Uh, I then, saw Matt Farah had the uh, Lotus execs on. <clears throat> so they were in town. I think they were doing that. So I think that. that's why they brought it. Right. You know, they were in town for some other stuff too. Um, so yeah. that's why the, the cars were there, I'm sure. It was an absolute zoo. And I I did not regret not stopping so after that i went up the coast it was insane offshore wind like i was telling you guys on text it was like 40 mile an hour gust it was crazy yeah went through uh well as we all know and then uh king city for la potranca oh there you go did you go yeah nice got some tacos and then uh made it ba- made it back home so yeah. easy smooth smooth sailing for sure yeah and by the way we had great weather for the show oh my god it was and so good the trip. next day it was like 84 degrees or something and it you went to disney hot huh? dude i went well the next day i just went to uh we just went to long beach hung out at the like the near the aquarium there on the water it's like touristy restaurants and stuff like that uh and then we went to Anaheim to stay. And then the next day we did Disney all day. Came back at, you know, came back, went at, went back at night. Dude, walked 11 miles that day. Nice. Um, nice. And that's two days after the Red, Radwood, right? Yeah. Or one day after Radwood. Back to um, back. So I couldn't I figure like, out how many steps. How many steps? I did 28,000 steps at Radwood. But yeah, I, I was about, I think that was uh, when I walked 11 miles, it was like 28,000 steps. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. a that's a Radwood for the listeners. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then I actually met up with Ali. He was in town with his like visiting family, and they're there for Thanksgiving. Um, met up with him yesterday, so Tuesday, I guess. Uh, and we went to he was going to Aria Group, which is like 
like prototyping, manufacturing, all this stuff. Um, so we went there and he like knows them through his like previous employment places, Zooks and stuff. Uh, and as we got there, I saw like, uh, we were meet, he was meeting up with the, the guy who owns or the head of ARIA group and, uh, the uh and anstead and all the lotus execs were there oh oh um, and they were like just leaving the guy's office as we were kind of going in um because they I, built that car right so they the built radford. the radford yeah mm. and then they built all the uh Rizvant, R- those tanks oh what about you know the Rizvanti oh, those... tanks like they're built off the jeep and i think Rizvantes. they built the zinger thing oh probably oh, they built that too and they built the, the old, printed thing. they built like the Shelby coupe thing, like back, you know, the aluminum one. Oh, okay. They right. built like Makes a sense. Pikes Peak. Uh, what is that thing? Like Ford. I don't know. They do cool. all sorts of crazy shit too, like buses and trams and all kinds I of mean, stuff. I mean, they're a design movie studio, props. movie prop. Yeah. They'll do like foam like core. Like all the movie cars and stuff. Yeah. A lot of foam core stuff. And uh, that's rad. So we did it. We got a tour of the whole place, which was rad. And all these big, you know, five, everything's five axis, like CNC. Oh, and, sick. Uh, and they're doing body work. They have their own paint shop. Oh, they did all um, They did all the singers up until like a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, shit. Singer, um, uh, they built all the paint? They built all the, they made all the bodies and all that. Oh, stuff. the carbon, oh, carbon All the carbon bodies. work. So they yeah. do a lot of carbon. They were doing a bunch of wet layup when we were there. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, vac- you know, all the things were in vacuum form you know, being vacuumed and I don't know. It's cool. Um, that's really, cool. yeah, it was super cool to see that. So we did that. That was like kind of my only car stuff really. Um, went on the little autopia ride at Disney. That's a car thing. Oh, that's I'm classic. Bert. Oh, Bert. I'm Bert. <laughs> Yo soy Bert. <laughs> Yo soy Bert. Oh God. You hear it so many times. Andrew still says that once in a while. <laughs> oh, okay. Drop that on me. Dude, that's yeah. still a thing. They're uh, so, they're so, um, smoky right they're like two stroke little fuckers the and they're so is, oh they yeah break down all Dude. the time the, sponsored by uh, honda too. yeah there's an asimo out there on the uh on the wild roads yeah. yeah dude um did you go have you been to california adventure yet the other side no yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Next time, yeah, we, we got to go together as car folks, um, dude. It's it's so rad. It's such a cool vibe. It's like our own little place. Well, I need to, yeah, I need to talk to Jay Ward if we go. He'll yeah, we should go with him. <laughs> That's how we get. He'll introduce us. He'll introduce us to us uh, to to Porschella or what's it called? <laughs> to fucking Porschella. <laughs> Lightning yeah. McQueen. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and then Art, you you flew back home and then you drove immediately back down. Yeah, south. dude. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was uh, we we're trying to figure out like we knew we were gonna come down to Santa Barbara for Thanksgiving and like basically like I flew home and uh, and then we decided to come a little earlier than we anticipated and like we're just like why not and I'm like all right, fuck it. So we just basically are you having family down there or is no this it's just us like basically all of so you were like fuck family fuck, fuck, fuck that. that those so people fucking suck all of I'm my out. my my in-laws and jamie's family all went to austin because my sister-in-law just had a baby uh and uh. um and so we decided not to do that we're gonna go another time and then my mom went to mexico so it's like i, I i've got yeah. nothing so um i'm just santa barbara it is santa barbara it is yeah i like it so, all right yeah. um do some trivia shall we yeah. I don't I don't have much for you. I don't have much to say. 
But um, I do have this. Um, recently, a there was a story about um, Toyota of Oakland has a 2021 Toyota RAV4 Prime. I know the answer to this already. <laughs> All right, don't say anything. Do you know what a Prime is? No, but I know the price that, that, that they're asking for it. Yeah. Uh, Prime is just the plug-in hybrid version of a new RAV4. Oh, okay. So it's the top of the line, uh, most expensive, Primo. fastest That's what they as call well. it in Espanol. <laughs> Primo. <laughs> That's a good beer, too, if you're uh, in the South Pacific. Right. Um, anyhow, uh, the markup. The dealer markup is what uh, got people up in mm. up in arms. Adjusted market even, value. Yeah, market what adjustment. Mean, up in arms. Market, market adjustment. Up in arms. Is it like is it arms like like a gun or is it up in arms like people are holding you up like no? I was thinking more like kind of like you know like the, how they raise show like the, they're uh, like yeah like pissed off like shaking yeah. their fist maybe yeah uh, but it's up in arms. Up in arms. Well, the uh, yeah the air arms are in. They're all up in that. <laughs> They're all up in that. Well, I was picturing like the uh, South Park, right? Like the rawa 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 rawa. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His, his. I was yeah. thinking like pitchforks, um, kind of like. You know, okay. Like, oh, pitchforks are up in their arms. Yep. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're up in arms. All right, so these people are up in arms, and uh, I just—it sounds like Art knows the answer. Lane, what was the Toyota of Oakland? markup on a i mean it RAV4 has to be prime. ridiculous since you said that it's what like a forty thousand dollar vehicle probably 40 yeah probably 40 yeah. grand um i'm gonna say dude i mean uh 20 22k 40 40 40 thousand dollar car $96,442 with options. <laughs> wow. Huh? Manufacturer retail price is forty nine six fifty nine, dollars And then they added ceramic coating, low jack, Invisishield, whatever the fuck that is for $1,400. They just, they didn't have a windshield before. No, it's they, the Invis, it's the fucking, like to the film? the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yada yada yada, ninety six thousand dollar Rav. By the way, that's so expensive. Anyways, a fifty thousand dollar Rav Four. <laughs> like, imagine spending fifty grand on a Rav Four. I mean, we're into a weird like new car pricing world at the moment, anyways. But, but then you tack on forty grand. Forty grand. That's like the I don't want to sell it price, right? That's like, ridiculous. Or or is it this? Is it publicity? Right? They just want people to go look at Honda of Oakland's inventory. Or burn Toyota of Oakland down. Yeah. I mean, I it made like there. SF Gate and Jalopnik and like it made, you know, but national news. Is basically. that like one of those all publicity is good publicity? It feels like it's bad. No, like that doesn't. Well, basically, a, I guess then people will go see uh, Toyota RAV4s that are actually not marked up super crazy and then they go for those. Well, my question <laughs> is like, are these primes just like hen's teeth? Or are they not able? able to keep them in stock or something i, I don't even know Yeah, is it because of are. like the stick like do they have Shit. like commuters do they have a sticker that you can't get on some other cars or something like that is it a yeah. you know like that's insane like what makes that so desirable yeah like you could buy a regular rav4 and another lexus or something for the same price you know like it's crazy, it's crazy. yeah wow. that's, that's cray absurd. cray that's all i got that's cray cray it is cray cray all right, that's podcast.
Thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, well, are we doing Happy Native American Day too? Is that, is that happening tomorrow? Native People's Day? I can't remember if it's the same day now or if it's the day after. Indigenous or Indigenous People's Day. People's um, day yeah. Oh no, you're thinking of uh, Black Friday. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Black Friday. I need to fucking buy something. So remember, I was talking about AJ's, like the the rad uh, brand that's uh, by uh, Alan Pross' son. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. they have a Black Friday I don't like sale. How you say it. But. They have a Black Friday sale. Everything is 50% off. So this is my chance to get a $200 jacket for $100. It's actually a sweater. It's not even a jacket. But... Oh, that's <laughs> but cute. It's, a, it's like a sweet sweater that I want. I need. They reminded me. I need to, I need to nice. buy it tonight before, before it goes back to double the price. Uh, by the way. Oh, speaking of which, oh God. Uh, uh, I was, I, I'm going to a birthday party on Saturday. It's a 70s theme, which is whatever. But uh, I went with a friend looking for a tire downtown. Um, a tire. And I haven't done this in a tire. Like a single tire. <laughs> uh, yeah, a tire. And uh, I haven't done this for a long time, but uh, there's a, you know, vintage clothing store. And they had moon zooms. Radwood. Uh, yeah, moon, moon yeah. Zoom. That's it. Yeah. And they had Radwood era band shirts for sale. Mm. But these are the ones way up high. You couldn't touch mm. them. One was a Nirvana shirt. And one was a Cure shirt, both the same price, and they were very worn. Yeah, like worse than what Bobby Lee yeah, wears yeah, yeah. Or, or Ricky D. Yeah. But uh, what do you guys got? One twenty-five. One twenty-five. Art. Two fifty. Two fifty. Three ninety-five. Fuck. Oh and by the way, what episode uh, would this be if I didn't go? Did I do trivia music? Oh, we're trivialist, dude. Trivia musicless. Yeah. Hey, you can't say I didn't do it. Dude, uh, Dude, just go like you can buy a replica Nirvana shirt and Cure shirt anywhere. Why don't you just take a picture of it like an NFT, man? Then you can just say that you have it. But you know, like Grateful Dead shirts for eighteen thousand dollars. Dude, so I have to mention um, about ten minutes ago, um, a, a Santa Barbara police officer drove up right up to my bumper earlier, and I don't know if you guys saw. I was looking at my rearview mirror. And he was in there just like staring. He was probably running the plate because like I had the lights on and I'm just sitting here like a weirdo talking on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and like he was there for like a solid 10 minutes and he just left. That was pretty oh, fun. What are the chances that your car starts after this? You've had your light on this whole time. Uh, I haven't had my light. It's LEDs though. They're like, don't these have two batteries? Um, your car is fine, saying. dude. Yeah. No it's, in it's fine. So. Don't worry about it. Yeah, although I, I did tell you guys my drive-in experience, right? When we went to the drive-in, that the, the stereo doesn't stay on. It turns off every 10 oh, minutes, yeah. which is super annoying. So um, Yeah, they need a camping camping drive-in mode. They do need a camping drive-in mode. Or I, or what Lane said, just bring a long stick so you can just tap the the, the radio knob. <laughs> to and um, um, we did that last time. Right? The second time around, I had I did bring a long stick. I, I brought a broomstick. I removed the broom the, itself, and I just used the broomstick. <laughs> from the truck because we were back then uh, that's so annoying dude yeah it's super annoying sucks. all right later guys all right, later. Right, bye see ya